the world's playground. To the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is four minutes past the hour. I'm very pleased to be with you this morning. And thanks for waking up Hurley in the Morning. Let's open with a good news story coupled with something not so good. A U.S. Marine Staff Sergeant, Tim Chambers, I don't know if you heard about this story, because anymore, if it's not horrible news, it just doesn't seem to count anymore. We need to change that. Why I wanted to open with something very positive, but it will ripple into something uh, very sad. U.S. Marine Staff Sergeant Tim Chambers stood on a busy Washington, D.C. street corner in his dress blues, looking sharp for 24 hours over the Memorial Day weekend in order to raise awareness of veteran suicide. He has a not-for-profit organization, the Saluting Marine Cares, and it pays for the medical bills that are uncovered by the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs at the beginning of the first hour Chambers held a salute for 22 minutes to symbolize 22 U.S. veterans who commit suicide every day on average. Now, that number has to be way up during COVID-19, and I'll explain why. It's not only veterans. One reported estimate, and I've been suggesting this without being able to prove it, that I just have every belief that despair destruction, losing everything that one has worked for and leaving people in such a bad place that they feel that their only option is to get out of this, check out, take their own lives. One reported estimate suggests that for every 1% that the unemployment rate rises, equals 5,000 to 10,000 suicides. So I did a little quick math. I used 25% increase in unemployment. Could be higher, but that's probably in the ballpark. And I used the lowest number, 5,000. I didn't even average between 5 and 10,000 and say 7,500. I just said, let's go with the lowest number. Let's not be accused of exaggerating. At 5,000 times a 25% increase using the 1% rule, that's 125,000 suicide deaths. Doesn't even include many who have tried. That's more than the COVID-19 disease, and I believe that number, and we'll see what happens uh, someday, but... The numbers have been so crooked, and they're so wrong about everything that I I just don't know anymore. I don't know if we can get a fair accounting of anything anymore. The, The ability for people to just blatantly lie. How about Joe Biden since the last time we were together? I did get to, uh substantially cover this when I guest hosted the Guy Benson show this past Friday. Doesn't that seem like a month ago? Amazing. Throw in one holiday, and it doesn't feel like a month, but it does feel like way longer than just a couple of days. 
you had Joe Biden with the um, Breakfast Club morning show host, Charlemagne, the, T-H-A, the, God, and Biden, with his usual, just crazy, said, if you have trouble deciding between Trump and Biden, you ain't black. So I heard about that. I thought, oh, my gosh, stop the presses. And we changed our whole uh, first segment, and it, and it went for the first segment. Plus, later in the program, we came back to it. Impossible to um, to ignore. And then, of course, he then went on to tell Charlemagne the God that the NAACP has endorsed him in every election he's ever run in. So I immediately thought, maybe it's because we have a not-for-profit charity, and we couldn't even begin, oh my gosh, if one time I endorse some candidate using our not-for-profit platform, that would be it. We'd be shut down, forget about it. Biden says it, nothing. Now the NAACP did come out, And I don't think they came out for any reason other than they had to come out to say that, hey, I think they're a 501c3, but whatever they are, they said, we're a 501c3. We have never endorsed any candidate. But where was the media raining hell on Biden? Instead, they cover Biden, came out of his basement for the first time in two months. And be honest, he looked like a crypt keeper under that black mask. Come on, be honest. And you know I don't play age stuff. In in uh, what is it? Uh, today's the twenty sixth. In uh, in twenty five days, I'm going to be sixty. I'm not playing age with anyone. I never have. I never will. I'm just saying Biden looked like a crypt keeper under that mask. His eyes are all sunken in. He is as pasty white unhealthy looking as anything and look i'm not uh, the tan man again i'm not criticizing to be to be unkind i'm just being honest it was ah i was like startled i thought it was like a zombie movie or something oh no no that's that's not a zombie movie that's just joe biden criticizing president trump for playing a round of golf now keep in mind He owns many golf courses. He went away for the weekend, but worked much of the weekend. And he played one round of golf. And ass clown Joe Biden is making a big deal out of it, like the president isn't doing his job. Meanwhile, right after announcing the deaths of something that Obama, Biden, and Hillary Clinton directly responsible for, because they did not protect our embassy in Benghazi. Obama, the, the the jet plane was idling. This guy couldn't get on the golf course quick enough after that. But President Trump, in his own backyard, where he has a golf course, shouldn't be able to play around the golf. It's incredible. These times that we are living in are absolutely incredible. Let me finish with a comment from uh, U.S. Marine Staff Sergeant Tim Chambers 
on this point, and then we'll move on. Quote, it's a very emotional time, very emotional. Chambers' wife was with him. This is something that we need to do every year. No matter what it takes, we get out of here. That's him and his wife. When asked what was his message, Chambers, who served as a Marine for 16 years, said, quote, I did not go to war and feel like I need to honor the eternal sacrifice of those that did and those who didn't come home. What a beautiful message. It really is just an example of how great our veterans are and that we need to continue to do better and we need to do more and more. I've been saying for my entire 28-year career on air that we do a phenomenal job training our veterans, training our military, but we do a terrible job. I mean, if you work for a decent company, you have what's called an exit interview. The exit interview sees, like, how you're doing, what your transition is going to be like, some helpful stuff to get you going, either if you're going to a new assignment or if you're retiring, and just a lot of help. We don't help our veterans. We do a great job training the greatest military force in the history of the world. We do, in my estimation, an abysmal job. And when I've interviewed people, high-ranking, from VA establishments, they've agreed with that. Why don't we fix that? I mean, look at the money we spend on aid around the world. Much of it is stolen by horrific actors, and we don't even know if it gets to the people that need the help. Why don't we just, I'll tell you, thats there's only a few occasions where I wish I had the ability. Remember I told you years ago, but I better not wish for any more. I said, oh my gosh, I just wish I want to be here. I don't want to leave here. This is where I love to be. This is where I'm supposed to be. But I would love every once in a while to be able to talk about the things that we talk about on a national platform. And then two years ago it happened, much to my utter shock. And about maybe three or four days a month, we've averaged uh, the opportunity to do that. And it's terrific. Keeps us where we're supposed to be, but does, I don't know, scratch that itch or just answer that, that goal that I had. But truthfully, I didn't really work when you have a goal, you usually work towards the goal. I didn't really work towards being able to do that. It just it just sort of happened organically, and I do enjoy it. I'm very excited. We're going to talk later in the program about this, if time permits. But I'm very excited about the launch of two American astronauts tomorrow on the Discovery Channel, I believe, at 2 o'clock. I don't have any of my notes in front of me. Well, I don't have any notes, period on this topic, but I think at 2 o'clock on Discovery Channel, the coverage begins. The launch is a few hours later. One of the astronauts, I know his name. I, I can't I can't quite tell you why this is so easy for me to remember, but one of the astronauts' last name 
is Hurley. So that's just, I don't know why I remember that one, but not the second one. But he's one of the astronauts. We're going, I hope, and I'm just praying. I've been actually saying a couple of prayers over the weekend that the launch is not delayed or anything like that. Of course, we want it to go off safely and and perfectly. But for Americans to not be hitching a ride, I'll look up. It's been so many years I actually forget. But we, I know we didn't send any astronauts up to the, the, the space station during the Obama presidency. That's eight years. So far, it's three and a half more. That's 11 and a half. And I'm pretty sure that most of the Bush administration, George W., we didn't. I just have to look at when the shuttle fleet was retired. We haven't sent Americans up in so long hit now imagine it's so embarrassing to me we went to the moon in 1969 multiple times and returned men home and never lost one we lost three in training but never lost one i'm saying to the moon we of course lost two shuttles and tragically many uh astronauts men and women but we can go to the moon in 1969, and then in the 2000s, we were, we were whatever it was, 2005, whatever. Well, I'm going to look it up. To the present, we were, we were sending our astronauts on Russian spaceships? What is that about? That is unacceptable to me. Always has been unacceptable to me. So I'm very hopeful that tomorrow this goes off without a hitch and it goes perfectly well and that this is the new standard. Maybe we'll start giving people. They can put their thumb out and we'll pick them up. So that's tomorrow. I hope it happens. And it's going to be a strange week, right, because today doesn't feel like Tuesday. But then again, during the coronavirus, COVID-19 disease what if I didn't come in at a set time, a set day, and and all that? I wouldn't know what day it is either. But it doesn't feel like Monday, and all of a sudden we're going to blink. I'm telling you, and it's going to be Friday. All right, here's what's going to be happening: the Assemblyman Emeritus from a secret, undisclosed location in the seven o'clock hour. Chuck Malamut, all about your financial matters in the eight o'clock hour. I was thrilled. When I woke up and I heard in the late 2 o'clock hour that the Dow futures are up 500, I hope that holds. New Jersey State Senator Chris Brown, if you go to uh, my Facebook page, I wrote a story a couple of nights ago. And I'm just so disappointed, maybe even incensed, that during a global health pandemic, the South Jersey Transportation Authority hastily calls a meeting Friday afternoon, letting their board members know that they're having a meeting by telephone on tomorrow, Wednesday, and they're going to raise these tolls either just under or over 40%. It's just crazy. What's it, 350 to three-something to 450 uh, and the... Smaller exits, 
from 75 cents to 125 it's, it's just outrageous 200 million for a light rail to in Camden County I want to say Gloucester to Camden and then 60 million is allegedly going to be set aside for a connector that will connect either the, I forget what they said, either the Expressway or the Black Horse Pike. I have it in my story. Uh, I think I do anyhow. To the um, Atlantic City International Airport. But that's a big increase. And I'll tell you, maybe, maybe they will, maybe they won't, but a whole lot of people have been saying they're just going to avoid the toll roads. They're going to take back roads and take 40 and instead of the, the uh, expressway and whatever. I know what I've been doing a lot. If I'm in a real hurry, I will jump onto the parkway to the expressway into Atlantic City. If I'm not in a hurry, I go through Longport. I enjoy going through the down beach. I get to see things like the tattered American flag out front of Ventnor City Hall. You see, I'm going to make them replace that. I saw it two weeks ago, hoping it was going to be replaced for Memorial Day. It wasn't. It's just amazing. How how do you do that? You really, when you think about it, I forget how much they make. It used to be like 12000 something a year with benefits, and then the mayor made a little bit more. And the mayor's three commissioners, and the three decide they pick. You get one, one other vote, and you're the mayor, and you get a little bit more, and you get the office, uh, the big office. But... You don't have that much to do. Honestly. It's extremely part-time, full-time administrator, extremely part-time, and you can't make sure that the flag isn't all ripped up. Just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. We'll be back. Fox News commentary. Senate Democrats' insane priorities. More next. Your employees and customers have new expectations when it comes to cleanliness. Cintas has the products and services you need to feel prepared. A trained Cintas technician can apply disinfectant and sanitizer spray to common surfaces. And we'll keep you well stocked with gloves, face masks, hand sanitizer, and disinfectant wipes, professional cleaning supplies, and PPE. Just a few ways Cintas can help you keep your business safe. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Here's what's happening. China is running internment camps for religious and ethnic minorities. They are systematically stamping out liberties and autonomy in Hong Kong. They are lying to the world about coronavirus and, according to intelligence sources, seeking to steal medical research from the West. China is behaving like a pariah state in numerous ways. And with all of that as a backdrop, led by Kamala Harris and more than half of her colleagues who are co-sponsors, they introduced a resolution that, among other things, says that calling coronavirus the Wuhan virus or a Chinese virus is racist and should be condemned. This is nuts. It is actually Chinese communist propaganda. Beijing is hiding behind the racism canard to try to deflect from their own culpability. Wuhan virus is literally accurate based on the naming of diseases for many years. This effort by Senate Democrats is worse than a waste of time. It's woke preening that benefits China. That's your Fox News commentary. 